July 16th, 2019. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of That's What G Said Podcast. Going to be focused today on Delmar opening day. We'll go through that racing card and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hit race by race, give you some selections, a couple uh, suggested wagers, and kind of give you an idea of, uh, of how I look at really every, every horse throughout the, uh, the racing card. A couple things to discuss before we get into racing. We'll start with a, a little shout out to Novak Djokovic. Huge victory over Roger Federer. And it was, I'm not. You know, a tennis expert, but I've been getting into it a little bit more recently. A lot of it because you know covered this on the show, did the preview, and uh, been been realizing what a great era we are in of tennis for men's men's tennis, really for women's tennis too. With with Serena kind of uh, in the twilight of her career, these m- could be the three best ever to play the game, and they're all playing simultaneously. So I've made a, a little more of a point to. Watch and and really take some time to uh, appreciate this before uh, before it goes away because they're all getting a little older too. Djokovic now, after that victory, that was the forty eighth time where it was Roger and Djokovic and twenty two twenty twenty six twenty two Djokovic now with the lead. Back and forth, back and forth uh, A match That went Nearly 5 hours 4 hours, 57 minutes And now 32 years old Won 2011, 2014, 2015 2018 On Wimbledon, at Wimbledon And it was the longest ever Wimbledon final So now with that victory Djokovic is up to 16 career Grand Slam titles Federer with 20 Nadal with 18 And those are the top 3 of all time Sampras with 14 and 4th Unbelievable The era of men's tennis that we're in right now Over the weekend it was a fun Baseball series Between the Red Sox And the Dodgers, a rematch of the World Series Last year, I'm a big Dodger fan obviously So it was a little more fun, winning 2 out of 3 but what we did see for both of their teams, for both teams, the weaknesses were really on display. We saw a lot of the strengths with relentless offenses, but weaknesses, bullpen weakness, and even some real sloppy defensive play from both teams that need to be cleaned up a little bit if they want to make legitimate bids to get back to the World Series. So now Boston is nine games out uh, in the American League East. They're nine behind the Yanks. And the Dodgers have won three in a row After a really fun game against the Phillies Another fun game against the Phillies Where early on it looked like Kershaw was getting hit around a little bit It looked like the Phillies had an opportunity to blow the game wide open They could have been up five or six early on And instead the Dodgers were able to get out of a couple Philly rallies just giving up one run And then boom, you know what happens As soon as you waste those opportunities The next inning a good team will come and capitalize And the Dodgers have been a good team all year They have to sustain it They have to make a couple moves And they have to do it now in in the playoffs again They have to get back to the World Series again And this time they have to win it We'll see if they can continue on Keep an eye on the Cardinals now They're starting to play some good ball They've won three in a row They're only two behind the Cubs And they have a lot of opportunities With teams in the division To make up ground In uh, this you know, last part of the season Not even last half anymore The That's What G Said Podcast Best Baseball Movies Which started with 64 movies And I mean, when you go through this list, it was an incredible list, not only of just baseball movies, but when you're talking the best sports movies, period. Bull Durham, Major League, Bad News Bears, Moneyball, Sandlot, For Love of the Game, A League of Their Own, The Natural, Field of Dreams, Pride of the Yankees, and then, you know, some of the kid movies, Angels in the Outfield, Little Big League, Rookie of the Year... Some fun rom-coms And you have older ones A little, you know, 8 Men Out Cobb, good movie 61 Brewster's Millions Fun, not as much baseball-y But fun, still threw it in there 42 had to be mentioned So we had a good bracket of 64 The finals down 
to Major League versus Field of Dreams. So the final four was Bull Durham, Major League, The Sandlot, and Field of Dreams. And Major League defeated Bull Durham in the voting. The Sandlot defeated Field of Dreams in the voting. Down to Major League versus Field of Dreams in the final. And now, after best baseball movies, best basketball movies, best hockey movies, best golf movies, I'm going to take a slight break from the sports movies for one week because with all the buzz about The Lion King, our next movie battle is going to be Disney animated movies. So I want to hear from you. Get to facebook.com slash Bacola. Send me messages. I want to hear from you on Twitter at it's me Gino B. On Instagram, G Bacola. Let me know what were your favorite animated Disney movies. Let's get nostalgic. Think back to your childhood. Or heck, think back to right now. So Disney animated, Pixar animated with Disney. That's all in the mix. They gotta be animated though. So we're thinking Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, Cinderella, Snow White, Pinocchio, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Bambi, Mulan, Dumbo, you know, all, any anything like that, Pocahontas, you know what I'm talking about, Toy Story, Robin Hood, all of those. Anything animated, that's going to be our next bracket. I'm sure we can get a huge list, so I want to hear from you, best animated Disney movies. Time for some Del Mar talk, so get your past performances out. We're going to talk about Del Mar Wednesday, opening day, the 17th. We're going to go through all 10 races on the card. Before we do, want to introduce you to one of the sponsors of That's What G Said Podcast. Because one of the most stressful events in life is moving and all of the things that go into the process of relocating. There are so many different factors that you have to worry about. And I'm, I know someone who can make your life easier. Cindy Carava. The name sounds familiar. Cindy is the wife of horse racing trainer Jack Carava. Has been a mainstay on the Southern California racing circuit for the last 30 years. Cindy is a full-service realtor that can help you in many different ways. Selling, purchasing, leasing. She can help you find vendors like handymen, painters, landscapers, and gardeners that she personally uses in your own home. It's summer. Maybe you're looking for a little upgrade. Also, if you need help getting pre-approved for a home loan, Cindy can connect you to lenders that she works closely with and can highly recommend. She covers all parts of the San Gabriel Valley, parts of North San Diego County, so Del Mar, Solana Beach, Rancho Santa Fe. If you just want to see how much your home is worth, she can even do a free market analysis of your home's value. And you can check her out yourself on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, find reviews about her on Yelp and Zillow. Or if you just go to cindycarava.com, you can find all of her contact information there. I've known her personally for almost a decade. She is one of the most honest and genuine people I have ever met. Exactly the type of person you can trust with any of your real estate needs. Get to cindycarava.com right now. Or if you have any questions at all, email her. cindyc.realtor at gmail.com Well, Mrs. C, I think she's going to be a little sad because her... Top four baseball movies, A League of Their Own, The Sandlot, Moneyball, and Field of Dreams. They were all in the Elite Eight, but doesn't look like we're going to get the winner out of there because as this contest is about to wind down, Major League has a 58% to 42% over Field of Dreams. So Field of Dreams got in the finals, but couldn't win it all. Major League looks like with just uh, 15 minutes left, it's going to be crowned the best baseball movie. On to Del Mar. Opening day So throughout the summer You're going to need a lot of uh, horse racing We'll do On the big days We'll go through the full cards like this From Del Mar or Saratoga But every podcast will have at least A race or two A pick five uh, Some sequence A couple best bets There will be some sort of of Horse racing And some sort of action And then We're getting close to football season now too So a lot as far as the uh, As far as the gambling Fantasy Wagering Is concerned Start out Del Mar race number one and we begin with the one I can do this. It's a allowance. It's a starter allowance for three year olds and up, which have started for a claiming price of fifty thousand or less and have never won two. I can do this is very honest and pretty sharp and pretty consistent. 
But you have to worry when you see a horse who's finished second four consecutive times and has finished second in five of eleven. Most recently, he broke well. He settled mid pack. He saved ground. He waited behind horses. He angled around. He got into a nice stride late. Not a bad effort. And that was his first start in a couple months. Should be a little better here. He's an obvious exotics contender, but he's just tough for me to love on top. If you're talking about who can hit your trifectas, absolutely. And he would be no shock in winning this, but I just prefer others, especially if this horse is anywhere around that three to one or lower. If he floats up and he's like five to one, then sure, I would be much more willing to uh, to want to play him on top or to it to include him on the win end. The Secret Courier is a horse I will be using in the exotics. I like his speed, and I think he might be able to clear the field. He might be even a little faster. Then Julius right next to him Let's go through his race on May the 25th He broke well, he was right with the leaders He was nudged a bit to clear off Which I like, right? When you break well, instead of just battling with the horse I'd rather be asked a little bit to clear off Opened up a length, was pressed at the top of the lane But battled back and opened up three He visually looked like a horse who could go farther And I'd have no problem The obvious problem is that There's a presence of speed right next to him Secret Courier fits these conditions well Because he's run well both of the times he was in for a tag But can he clear Julius Who Was really fast last out He was clear you know, Two lengths after about 100 yards And he never looked back Major speed But he does not feel like a stock and pounce type I think he just has one way to go So I feel like It's tough When you're making the decision on These are the two major speeds in the race and if one of them doesn't go and the other one goes Then they could get clear So I prefer Secret Courier of the two I do respect Julius The way I will approach the early pick five in here On uh, my first ticket I'm just going to use my top two selections And then another ticket I'm going to play all And I'll single a little later in the sequence So I'll let you know in a minute how we're, we'll approach that But no real knocks on Julius he, He's tough to exclude because he could cruise up front if he outbreaks Secret Courier Or maybe he's just a little bit faster than him I do get the feeling that the two might be a little quicker though Surprise fashion Coming out of a couple races Where, you know, I'm not like really against surprise fashion On March the 31st 31st It was a fine start He was outrun a bit He was back to last about 10 lengths off he was well behind the rest of the field He actually showed some late interest to pick up the pieces For fourth chasing lone speed Then on May the 24th it was a slow start He was back to last, he was inside, he was six off No real late energy Finished a couple times behind Toothless Wonder Who we saw win a 25 claimer next out And then was second against the optional 50s And a starter The top selection In this race is going to be Fastest cast And really it was Interesting to me to take a deeper look at how good Steve Knapp has been off the claim as of late And when you expand the numbers even more You know, 4 for the last 10 With wins at 9-2, to 9-2, 5-1, and 6-5 to five, 18 for the last 82 overall First start off the claim And then fastest cast If we go back to his races in particular before he comes into the Knapp barn The real... Question with him is, okay, he hasn't had a lot of races on the fast dirt But I think that's not really fair to knock him for Because the only time he was on on the, like a fast dirt was way back in his debut And he's just a better horse now And look at the recent times when he's been able to go longer on a wet or an off track He's been fine March the 3rd, or excuse me, March the 2nd That's the race where he goes a mile in the slop Against 40 non-twos He breaks well, he takes back to 4th to 5 He closed well, he's in the middle of the track He couldn't fly by in the slop Hard to make up ground On May the 5th, it was a good start from the inside He was right on the lead into the turn, he took back He lost some momentum, he lost a few lengths He looked loaded at the top of the lane, but he had nowhere to go Just a little bit unlucky May the 18th Comes back, settles inside 5 off, 4th, 5th, takes back to guys get to the outside Makes a three wide move It was a fine third It was a clear cut third And the main question is What will he run like on a fast dirt course Well he's run well on the grass He's run well on an off racetrack I have no reason to believe He he, he can't com- compete on this per- 
on this type of uh, surface And I'm not a big fan of really anyone in this race I think he has a huge shot And we'll make him the top selection Because I think he gets a great trip in this spot He has enough tactical speed and positional speed To get close within striking range And anything around 7-2 to two, I think he you know, he's is a fair price for fastest cast. Mr. Magico it seems like he just runs the same race over and over again. Like and when you compare who he's run against to whom fastest cast has run against, on May the eighteenth, the fifth place finisher, Dr. Troutman, won next out. I mean an optional forty, going a mile on the grass. The eighth place finisher was Big Sky Logan, and we saw Big Sky Logan. Mac can run second against Mr. Magico So fast as Cass is beating the horses Who are beating Mr. Magico Magico settled in fifth He was inside, he was five off, he angled off the rail It was an okay third, he's just not a win machine He's one for 17, he does lure Pratt Which you have to take as a positive But I look at others in here As far as the top selections are concerned So I play the, the five and the two I have five two as my top two in here And you know, I wouldn't talk you off The one or the three but I'll play those two on top with the five And we'll use two and five To start the pick five on one ticket And then we'll play another ticket where we use all We'll go through those pick fives in just a bit Let's move on to race number two Del Mar Optional claiming, 62 non-twos Mile and an eighth on the turf course From the inside, Warden Jerry First time gelding The, the issue with him... We just haven't seen enough of him over the last couple years This barn is fine getting horses ready Off the layoff Plus 180 days, you know, they've always been around 18% or so, 16, 18, they're at 16 right now, so 15 to 20. 236 ROI with, you know, a larger sample size if you go out of their last 114 plus the 180 day layoff. I'm just going to be watching him though, because every time he's had the ra- he's raced recently, it's been followed by a layoff. We haven't seen him in almost a year now. Last time was July the 28th, and his last few starts just were not good. He he hasn't really been good since March of 2017. So we're going back a long ways to have to find a good effort from Ward and Jerry. Just going to be watching. I think Acker's the one to beat. He used to be a deep closer, and now he shows a lot more tactical speed. In fact, he was actually on the lead in the Tokyo City last time out. He got the lead without being asked, but he was pressed throughout. He put away the early presser, but he could not hold off the late rallies. I actually think he's a little better with a target, with a horse that he can sit right behind. The horse he was defeated by campaign came back to run pretty well, finishing a close-up fourth in the Brooklyn. You look at the horse who he defeated a couple starts back, Souter, who was Actually able to defeat his rival to the outside Via Ignatia You go back to December the 26th For Acker He was able to sit patiently in second You know in striking range He moved in between He held up multiple challenges I like him quite a bit I think he's very well spotted He has the opportunity to get the jump On a horse like United And a horse like Starting Block Who I feel like might be his two other major rivals And The real key is Dr. Troutman and Via Ignatia Look on paper like they will set it up nicely For Acker to sit right behind them Maybe right in the mix with Morse code We'll single Acker on one pick five And the other ticket we'll use a a couple more in here The speed will come from Via Ignatia Probably one of a couple in here You see Maldonado aboard They just wired a field on May the 18th But they're going to have to deal with some other pace up front And this is a little bit tougher group to deal with today They had a good start from the rail They were immediately open two lengths Well handled by Edwin Able to hang on late And he's a very good speed rider And able to get horses out front And settle them down And that's what he will be trying to do With Via Ignatia I just don't like the way the race shapes up Morse Code Was asked for a little speed last time out Got to the lead But had pressure from Tis a runner Put that one away Had the lead with 100 yards left the career best effort last time out Was when flashing speed So you'd have to imagine They're probably going to think Let's try to get forwardly placed Or at least a little more forwardly placed Than we've been I just don't think Morse code is as quick As a couple of his other rivals in here I do like the fact that He did seem to just show A little bit, of, little bit more tactical speed and, and sitting closer Is never a bad thing Starting block Will likely not be doing that He 
You know what you're going to get from him He was dead last, inside, 10th Double digit lengths off, saved all the ground Started to roll He had to maneuver through some traffic And he was only beaten a half length He Multiple times where it looks like Oh he's going to win this race And then he just has to stop a little bit Or alter course a little bit He can win this The problem is with that running style Generally that's what he has to do every race Find a way through Or angle widest of all And lose some ground So you have to pick and choose You're either going to save ground Try to find a way through Try to weave in and out of traffic And then you might get stopped Or you angle to the outside You lose all the, you lose all the ground He's tough to leave out though because he will be launching a bid. You know what you're going to get from him. United was a runner up against Grade 2 Company last time out. He was fifth of seven early. He was five off in the two path, made a four wide bid at the top of the lane, rallied pretty nicely in between horses for second. Makes a ton of sense in here. One of the absolute contenders. I just prefer Acker slightly to United because I think Acker might have an opportunity to get a couple length lead, a couple length jump. On United when the real running starts And then Dr. Troutman To round things out Was challenged, was slightly pressed at the top of the lane But battled back on the inside last time out To win, going gate to wire To mile in an eighth against optional 40 First level The problem is just You know, you see Via Ignatia And I don't think Dr. Troutman is better Coming from off the pace, I think he's His best when he's able to Get out front so I have this race two, six, five, with you know nothing, nothing outside the box here, nothing crazy, but I just prefer Acker over United of the two likely favorites. So um, two Acker with the six, United with the five starting block, and we'll use combinations of some of those in uh, in the pick fives. Moving on to the third race, the one oh man. Now you go back to June the eighth against twenty five claimers inside speed. He opened up two, no excuses. He tried hard, but he was was just third best that day. Um, last out on the twenty first of June, he got the lead. He pressed. He was pressed by his rival, half length off, back to second. Um, it was he was kind of all in by the three quarters of a mile part. He actually held on pretty well to only be. Be beaten, you know, five. He just looked like he was all in early. When you look at Ted W and possibly clear the mine, I just don't see a way that oh man is going to get clear in here because Ted W is stretching back out from a sprint and he's showed speed in his last few routes. Clear the mine isn't, I don't think, as fast as either of them, but he showed some good speed last time out and he has the ability to sit close. You know, clear the mine. With Bill Spar, generally a Bill Spar first off the claim, they used to be automatic. He's just two for his last 17 off the claim and just three for his last 26 first start off the claim. But when you expand those numbers more and you go back, he's 18 for his last 78 and he's still 23% with a 227 ROI, even with the recent struggles. Clear the mind, flash some early speed. No one else really went. He cut the corner and he went on. And it was easy because. He was dropping in class and he looked like the best horse in the race And so you put the best horse in the race on the lead like that He's going to be tough He will be a logical contender And one that's that I, I won't really be against much Ted W with the blinkers off He's exiting a live race He lost to a horse named Rule of the Nile Who won a first level allowance at Saratoga next out That was Rule of the Nile's third win in a row And fourth of five Connections are seven for their last 24 First start off the claim Bob Hess Jr. Trainer just the trainer, not the connections The blinkers off for Ted W He didn't break well, but he was able to move up Along the outside and sit close That was sprinting Now he should be right on the lead Stretching out with Maldonado aboard You have to think he's battling with Oman And possibly even clear the mine Top of the game He won three in a row in 2016-2017 He crushed opportunity in a small stakes race And then he stepped up into graded stakes races And since then he has been 0 for 10 And he has not hit the board He was claimed for 62 Now he's in for 16 Most recently he was 3 deep into the turn 3 wide in a small field That didn't help his cause But he's only beaten 3 horses in his last 3 starts in small fields Have to be uh, Waiting to see a little bit better From this one before I'll play Avanti Bello Just outrun and just never really in it If you can make excuses for his last two Then the form looks a lot better 
He lost to a horse named Platinum Equity last time out Who was 1-6 of 7 Avanti Bello does like Del Mar Does like this trip There are some reasons to make cases For Avanti Bello Maybe you can include This one in some of your exotics Grand Fiesta An Emerald Horse who I think has a little bit of uh, A shot coming in Winning uh, the 15 non 2 last time out He was in the back of the pack He was 6th of 8 He was 9 off on the inside He angled out 4 wide He won a stretch battle And he won a nose bob He likes finishing 2nd and 3rd Or 2nd in particular But he could be a fun horse to include in some of your exotics My top selection Monsegem Acrete Winner last out He beat 20 claimers And he beat a it was a small field, but it was a good field. Gigi Ryder is a 15-time winner. Secreta Pomero won a 25 claimer on the grass at Del Mar last year. Monsegemocrete broke well, and he was up closer than normal because it was just a field of four. You break well, and you might as well just kind of go on with it. I think he'll be a little more off the pace in here. In a race that looks to have some speeds to the inside that are going to set up very well for him. So that's going to be my top selection. I have seven over two over six. Over 5 7265 And this will be one of the horses I'd recommend to bet If you can get like 7 to 2 or over On the 7 So that's 7 2 4 Or no, excuse me 7265 726 Grand Fiesta Third selection and then 5 Of Bello. But I, I kind of have the The 2 and 7 in the top tier Here I think those are the two horses th- That I like the most And and, and uh, the 6 and the 5 If you want to go a, a little deeper In some of your exotics 7265 Moving on to the 4th 20 claimers, 6 furlongs 3 year olds and up Puriano Is going to go second start off An 8.5 month layoff He was 5th of 6th early He made up some ground late But he was having some some trouble switching leads. The blinker's on from from the rail. You'll probably get a little more speed from him today. Incensed fits in here. I think fits really well. The issue is that the barn is oh for their last twenty three. First start off the claim. He just he feels like he should be right in the mix. He broke well. He was mid pack. He was two path in between horses. Just a couple lengths off. Then inside. Got a nice opening and was a clear second And he's proven at Del Mar I have him In the top four Quality line will make the slight top selection In here, he's coming off a couple really bad Races, right, but they were against better And I think you can make excuses for them Because the Well really, even his last three races I think you can make somewhat excuses for them Because the May 18th race Followed by a layoff Then the August race, followed by a very long layoff Comes back and I think he just, you know, ran like a horse who needed the race. Second off the bench, comes back to Del Mar where he's run well, drops in class. We're only five starts back from him winning optional 40, going, you know, six and a half furlongs. I think he's got a big shot. You know, all of his starts in the last five since that win have been against Tougher. Doesn't face anyone like that in here today. Quality line, the slight top selection. And we'll make a win wager on him if we can get around 9-2 to two on quality line The 4 Looks like If quality line's the one to beat The 4 looks like the one to bet Facts ma- or, excuse, <laughs> Strike that Willy Wonka, reverse it Quality line's the one to bet because it'll probably be a better price I think facts matter is Probably the one to beat Won three of his last four, four of his last six, and look at the way that he's won races, which always impresses me when you can do it in different ways. A few starts back, he sits, you know, close. Two starts back, he's, you know, seventh of eighth, and he's able to close and win. And then last time out, he goes gate to wire. He had to show more speed from the rail last time out. He battles from the inside, he put away the second choice, and he drew off. Last three different wins. Three different ways Should sit nicely in here behind Giddy Meister It looks like Giddy Meister will be going to the lead And I think Facts Matter sit right behind Admiral Maldonado On the speed of Giddy Meister Should be You know right in the mix early He broke on top from the rail last time out He dealt with some pressure from a couple others But he put them away and he drew clear It's going to be a tougher group to deal with today 
And a couple of horses who have the opportunity To show a little bit of speed But I think he should be right on the lead And he looks like the one to catch Roaring rule Coming off a 13 and a half month layoff Best race is going a little bit longer 12 of the last 13 races Have been long period And this just looks like a prep off the bench So we'll go 3, 4, 5, 2 Quality line, facts matter Giddy Meister, incensed And race number 5 We'll go to Square Peggy These are optional 40 Phillies and mares, 3 year olds and up 5 furlongs on the turf course Square Peggy from the inside Slow start last out was 7th, 8th Was 5 off, angled out Closed well, missed 3rd But has speed and can pass some horses Will probably have to flash that speed From the rail But I, I like the fact that she's shown She can raid a little bit Convince has only been on the grass one time And it was in the debut Her dam is a grass winner I think she deserves another chance on the grass Last time out She Was in a race where she lost to rather nosy And convinced broke well Then sat three deep in the clear Loomed up but had no real shot chasing a wire to wire lone speed winner in rather nosy. She'd have a little more punch today on the cutback going five furlongs. Give her another shot on the grass. I'm going to make her my top selection because I think she's going to be a nice price in there. And if, you know, she should be more like a six, eight to one shot. So, and uh, she might be, she might be higher than that. Flower point, super impressive in the debut. Slow start, last early. Starts to move outside About a 6 wide long sustained run Very impressive Then last time out It's a total toss race You could put a line right through it She was pulling The saddle slipped Just backed right out of it Never had a chance Give Flower Point a big shot Bouncing back here Honey from the south Really tough to knock her Winning, breaking her maiden In her first start on the grass For Baffer it was four wide, but she was right with the leaders early. She took back a bit to save a little bit of ground, and she angles around four or five wide in the lane and draws off. She would be another who would be no shock, but you just can't use them all, right? More is better. It was a good start. It was right on the lead. It was three deep. It was within a length. Battled all the way, but lost by a well-measured neck. And I'm just worried that there's a lot of other speed in here, like Kiana's love. Who battled in between but was never really comfortable Was all in early last time out The blinkers come off Maybe they can make her a little more comfortable And make her off, come from off the pace a bit Her debut winning was very good And she was in between horses and I just I didn't love the, the last effort She's going to need to show a little bit more And they, they may have to try to get her outside and off the pace a bit Miss Hot Legs was extremely professional when she won And in her debut It's hard to knock it She had a slow start But she moved uh, through the field nicely She angled out three deep She was a clear second She just couldn't get to the wire wire winner Kiana's love And then last time out Miss Hot Legs broke well And was inside And just ended up on the lead Went on with it Was hand ridden And was really impressive Looked like a good thing in victory The one to beat in here her game, two and a half months off In her US debut, it was a slow start She was squeezed back, she moved through on the inside But she didn't seem to be enjoying it down there Now, that was just her first start in a year And her first start in the US So she has plenty of room to improve Was in a race that's produced a nice next out winner Kenton Road, who's won two in a row Wandering Patrol Flashed some speed from the rail last time out Battled it out early, the top two we're barely separated all the way around She wins But this is a big step up And a race where there's just How many of these that we've gone through That said okay they want to be close to or right on the lead They want to be close to or right on the lead So that's why I prefer a couple Who I think have the speed To put themselves in position But can also come from off the pace Storming Lady She's pretty tough to, to leave out of your exotics She broke well but she took back to the inside she Saved ground in third She was 2-3 off She waited for room She angled 3 wide in a round like a pro And 
Now she cuts back a little bit But she's done, she's run well sprinting on the grass And she seems just like a better animal now I wouldn't want to leave her out of it at a nice price Dreamy gal Did have some races in Southern California Before going to Arizona And they weren't bad Including, you know, the six and a half furlong win You see down the hill But just another one Tough draw with speed Could get hooked really, really wide And I don't know if she's the quickest of the quick There's a lot of other speed in this field You have a total wild card Like Tiger Silk Who just has a tough draw Mandela is 3 for 19 with foreign shippers But actually all 3 of those wins Were with Pratt aboard in the 12 starts That Pratt and Mandela have been together With those foreign shippers So She would be no shock But I have her towards the bottom of the The group that I'll use in the exotics We'll play this 2, 7, 3, 10, 12 2, 7, 3, 10, 12 So convince is the slight top selection Based on price I think the 7 is the horse to beat Miss Hot Legs The 3 flower point Extremely impressive debut Gotta give a chance to bounce back The 10 Storming Lady In very nice form right now And then the 12 The wild card Tiger Silk Let's talk about the early pick 5's So The Early pick 5's First ticket in race number one, two, five, secret courier and fastest casts. Race number two, two, five, six, Acker starting block United. Race number three, two, seven, clear the mine and Monsegem Acrete. Race number four, two, three, four, five, incensed quality line, facts matter, giddy Meister. Race number five, two, three, seven, ten, twelve. Convince flower point. Miss Hot Legs, Storm and Lady, Tiger Silk. Then the other ticket will play. Same pick five, race number one. All to start. It's a field of six. Uh, all field of yeah, field of six to start. Single to two in race number two. Acker. Two, five, six, seven in the third. In race number four, two, three, four, five. And then in race number five, two, three, seven. So all with two with two five six seven with two three four five with two three seven to close it out in race number five. A couple different pick fives, and if you want to go a little bigger, a little smaller, you can see how I place the horses in order. So, so I don't, you know, I know everybody plays on different budgets. Some of us only have. 10 bucks that we can play with sometimes Others are playing with a thousand So I'll, I'll kind of put it right in the middle And if you need to cut or add Or if you ever ha- have a question Always shoot me a message Feel free, I always love interacting with everybody out there So then in the third race Monster Gemma Crete, let's play anything over 7-2 to two. In the fourth race, quality line And anything over 9-2 to two Might be worthy of a few bucks Moving on to race number 6 We have Calbred Maidens, Phillies, two-year-olds Five and a half furlongs The distance Going to Shabooms Is a first-time starter that gets a tough draw Doesn't really have a Big pedigree So to me, I think this is just a tough spot For going to Shabooms I go next door to Freedom Ride As the horse to beat Whose debut was actually very good She broke in and she bumped She did recover She loomed up three wide and it was a nice effort where she showed a little something And then she flattened out She is not facing any monsters in this field At all and I love that experience Under the belt If she is that 7-2 to two morning line Then that's a fair price for her Lucky daughter The 3 was a good start from the outside She crossed over to lead a length She had the lead early in the stretch And faded Plenty of room for improvement off that Debut effort Blinkers come off for Circle of Color Who just really did not show a lot Need to see more from this one on the slight drop What what to like about Lucky Daughter is You have a, a filly who Faced open maiden special weights In her debut and now is against Calbred maiden 50s Freedom Ride takes a slight drop After facing the Calbred maiden special weights I want one first time starter For Andrew Lerner This barn hasn't won with the firster But they're they haven't had a ton of firsters A very good and capable barn I just will keep an eye on this one The dam was 0 for 10 And this is the first full So it's not necessarily a, a great 
pedigree from what we've seen. So I'll just wait on I Want One. Golden Goddess. The dam was 7 for 25, $100,000 earner. The Lone Sib was a five-time winner. But the barn is 0 for 21 with their recent first-time starters. And zero of them have hit the board. No top three finishes. Governess Sheila had a good start. Came out a bit. Then got stuck on the inside and was in tight. Need to see a little more from her. She probably show a little speed. Margo with the T. Just going for a cold barn. Who And... and she hasn't shown anything, and the barn has not won since 2017. Uh, just three for the last 243. Arousing go. First time starter for Jeff Bondi, who has tailed off as of late with the first timers. Used to be really good. 20 for 161 over the last five years, but just two for the last 19. The dam was 0 for 1. Nine combined fulls for 41 victories and $735,000 in earnings. Uh, arouse and go I do have picked Third In a race that I just I don't think is very strong Or I, I And I can't imagine wagering a whole lot In the sixth race It's kind of the in between race It's the start of a late pick five if you want to play that I'll give you a late pick four instead But we play this race with the two Over the three Over the nine Super formful Super chalky um, I only think the two, if you can get seven to two, is worthy of making a, a win wager. That is Freedom Ride. Race number seven. Start of your late pick four. From the inside, you have the one, Bella Ranella. These are Calbred Phillies, two year olds. And this one adds the blinkers after a slow start. She was back to last of, of six on the inside. Really closed well, laid up the inside Just missed second, and that was against Open Company, and now we'll face Calbreds I think she is the one to hold off And with the blinkers, hopefully She can just get a little bit more involved Maybe she even has speed, we don't know, it was just a Slow start, she's gonna have to use a little Bit of that speed to try to Navigate things from the inside The two is Warren Showtime Craig Lewis, first time starter not the best with first timers Just one for 23 recently He's a little bit better than that He's capable with the good firster This Phillies damn warns Vanita Was 8 for 29 or 932,000 Was a grade 1 winner And a multiple graded stakes winner And this 2 year old Philly Has a steady tab Just think there are a couple others In here with, with more burst out upside Smiling Shirley The damn one in her debut And That dam has had two fulls to race Both of them were winners One of them won Their debut for Trainer Jeff Bondi And Trainer Jeff Bondi ha- Is the uh, the trainer of Smiling Shirley We just mentioned in the previous race though With first time starters recently Just two for the last 19 But I think capable with with the right one So I would be more likely to give Smiling Shirley a look In this spot I have her fourth But I think she actually has a legitimate Win chance maybe even more than the one In the previous start for uh, previous race for Bondi Warriors Moon Is the four Was bumped a bit at the start Ended up on the inside Towards the rear Then was in between horses Did show something late I'm just expecting a lot better Second out from Warren's Moon After uh, a little bit of late interest This is a good race It's wide open There's you know many you can make a case for And they should all be Around the same price I don't think there should be Any overwhelming favorite In this spot Sasser B Broke out Was up to fourth Was two off Was You know Slightly got up to third But was all in at the top of the lane Now the blinkers come off some improvement likely Maybe they show uh, some speed today With Edwin jumping aboard Secret Square looks like a top Contender in here The dam was 1 for 4 But did win her debut The other lone folder race was 0 for 5 It's Sadler, Ronis Racing, and Tyler Bays Supposed to be a, a nice filly Would not be surprised to see her bet down a bit I have her third and I will be using her In All of the exotics I um, she's in the in the very top tier, very boisterous. The dam was of uh, this filly was unraced. The lone full just one for thirteen. But a, a how about a jockey trainer combo? 
of uh, Cedillo and Miotti that have won nine of their last 14 starts. It's pretty hot. The barn is right around a 10% barn first time out. If you expand the numbers even more, they're 18 for their last 181. So they're right around that true 10%. She's a girly girl. The eight first timer for Nap mentioned the, the numbers previously. Nap just not the best with first time starters. The dam of this one was a five time winner, and this is just her first full to race. I'm going to put a, a little bit of a price on top here. Let's go to liberalism, and I'm going to make this Philly my top selection. Her lone sib was 0 for 2, but the dam was a nine time winner who earned 115000 The barn is six for their last 15 with first time starters, and they've always been a barn that can get horses ready to fire and outrun their odds early on. This is a wide open race where I think you're going to get a, a bunch of support for different fillies in here, and I'm going to put mine behind liberalism. Put this horse on top slightly So the 9 will be the top selection Takes a village You go through the 10 It was actually favored In her debut And she broke well She got to the lead by about a length But she was just no real match For the winner that day Last out she battled 4 wide You know Made a 3 wide challenge at the top of the lane But just nothing to offer late Against Takes a village If Vegan draws in She will be tough Adding the blinkers So Vegan will probably be a use If she uh, if she gets in But we'll play this race 9-1-6-3-4 So the 9 Liberalism On top of the 1 Bella Ranella On top of the 6 Secret Square Top of the 3 Smiling Shirley On top of the 4 Warriors Moon We'll uh, give you the couple pick fours To close things out If we get 10 to 1 on liberalism That should be uh, a win wager The run happy Oceanside Mile on the turf course For the 3 year olds Starting out with Manhattan Who I'm actually Going to have as my top selection Slightly This is a little bit of a swing But He's only raced once on the grass And I think you can put a line Right through it obviously he was pulled up He was walked off and he's come back And he's run well in spots since then The dam was a three time winner On the grass one at five furlongs Seven furlongs and a mile on the turf The other full The only other full That Manhattan up has Never tried the grass Most recently he's lost to Mucho Gusto Twice in a roadster a couple nice three-year-olds for Baffert. From a class standpoint, they are a lot better than maybe everyone in this field, except for perhaps a horse like Jassikin, who can still become a very nice one. But if we're just talking about class, I mean, Mucho Gusto and Roadster, I think, are a lot better than what most of this field is, is from just a talent standpoint. Now it comes to Manhattan up. Can he transfer just the recent form that he's had over to the grass? And if he does, he should be right there Saves the ground from the inside He doesn't have to be too far back Giving Manhattan up a big shot 8-1 to one or so Is where he should be The two Roger that Blinkers on He was Towards the rear He was never really in it To be honest, he, sh- he should improve But I just need to see more for him Adding the blinkers second time in the U.S. Jassican is the one to beat And I'll, I'll use Jassican and Manhattan up As the As my top two in In some of the exotics Like one and three would be my top tier of horses If I was playing over other horses Jassican's two races in the US Are really really good On April the 28th It was a slow start He was last early He angled off the rail It was the two path He was sixth of seven And he was four off And then three deep at the rear it was a big four plus wide move up the challenge for the lead, and it was a fine third behind Neptune Storm, who has won three in a row and four of his last six. And then on May the 27th, Jaskan again a step slow, but over to the inside. They were last seven off. They made a five wide bid, huge sweeping move. Sadler has mentioned that they've been working with this horse a little more in the morning to try to get him just a bit quicker out of the gate. They don't want him to be fast, but just not dead last. And spotting the field, you know, an extra few lengths, he will be really, really tough to hold off. Jassican. 
the the likely deserving favorite in here, but you can't bet him. And there are a couple other options where if he gets bet down so much that it would be worth it to go against him on the win end. You know, if you're, but I don't think he's the type of horse who you just chuck out in your late pick fours or in your late exotics because he really does feel like he's tough. I'd actually be more inclined to single him Because the way that I play this race is I'm taking a swing with Manhattan up At a price, I do feel like Jassican Is the most likely winner of the race The four legends of war Should be in a nice spot Speed but can sit Exiting a five furlong race On paper He's the one to catch He was just defeated by a horse named Listing who came back to win a grade three At Saratoga And Stretching back out from five furlongs to a mile Probably right on the lead King of Speed ended up on the lead Last time out, but he's not as quick As as a couple of the others in here And I don't think he will be on the lead again today Remember him from last year As a two year old, he was good Down at Del Mar And he started to figure things out And then you can make some excuses For his most recent form, right He wins the Zuma Beach in October Then they take a shot in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Maybe he was just in too tough And they take a shot in the low south futurity on the dirt He faces improbable and mucho gusto Not an easy spot Comes back at the El Camino Real Derby Again trying to face the top notch Three year olds or And he's not on The surface that is his preferred surface Which is the grass Loses to another twist of fate Then bounces back in two starts on the grass They've both been okay he ended up on the lead last out Because they weren't going that fast That's not really his game He was behind Neptune Storm 2 back And he was not far behind Jassican King of Speed He showed ability at 2 Entered Off a, you know, like a solid Solid race Third off the bench No Neptunes deal to deal with today I have him picked third in here And he's got a major major shot King of Speed the Sixes City Rage, it's really tough to knock what he did in his win last time out. He cleared the field early. He opened up a length. No knocks. I just don't know if he'll get that kind of a cruising on the front end trip today with a horse like Legends of War. More ice was tucked inside. He was third. He was fourth. He was two off. He was no match when the real running started last time out. He's now in uh, in the hands of Dan Ward, the former the assistant trainer for Jerry Hollendorfer. And Dan will have a string. At it, Del Mar. I just think that I need to see more from more ice at the moment. Gregorian Chant takes the blinkers off. He was a bit slow. He got crossed over on, and he was back to last in a field of five. He made a wide bid. He tried hard. He was a little flat late. He wouldn't be a shock. I'm just a little. I'm cold on him, and I won't be using him in in the exotics in here. If if he wins, he's going to beat me. I like. Uh, I just like a, a few others particularly more than Gregorian Champ. Rajika is another one that I'm a little cold on. He's, he was beaten by Neptune Storm last time out, but everything, everything had to go his way in order for him to get up and win by a nose just a couple starts back. And I don't think he's quite as good as a few in here. Noldi had a perfect trip in third last out. He angled out three deep. He never looked like a loser, and he's on the improve. He's continuing to to step forward. He's a tough horse for me to knock and to tell you not to include because he's going to be a decent price. He's you know he should be around eight ten to one. Golden birthday, a cowbred. He just needs to to be a little bit better than what we've seen from him. And Synthesis is a first time gelding to round out the field Looks like a big price and a, a tough one to make a huge, huge case for One, Manhattan up over the three Jassican, who is the one to beat The five, King of Speed Another viable alternate if you don't like the top two of mine And the four, Legends of War will try to steal things on the front end The ten, Nold is sharp Trying to go three for three on the grass. On to the ninth race. Optional 40 claimers, non-winners of one, seven furlongs. These are older, three-year-olds and up. Begin with Spokane Eagle, who's right with the, the leaders on the inside. He was battling, and that's likely what you're gonna get from him. Speed from the inside. He can sit and he has big victories. On his resume, but from the inside And going seven furlongs, I feel like he's going to be Forced a little bit, and I don't love his chances In here 
The blinkers come on for cool Bobby Who Comes out of a live race The 7th place finisher won an optional 40 Next out at Sal. Cool Bobby broke fine He didn't really corner that well Going into the first turn But then he settled nicely in 3rd He was 4 or 5 lengths off He made a big move To open up 2 lengths at the top of the lane Got a little bit tired late Now he adds the blinkers And he cuts back This should be a perfect trip For Cool Bobby Able to sit just off Coil me home his wins have been at six furlongs and then against Calbreds at Los Alamitos. I just feel like he needs to improve on Spokane Eagle and Candy Cornell and improve just a little bit overall to be a, a major factor in this field. So um, against Coil Me Home, King Jack was good in his debut. He had a nice start. He broke right with the leaders. He was third. He was just a half length off, made a three wide move. And it was very impressive He beat a horse named Morning Snow That's a Baffert horse who came back to win Next out a maiden special weight by 8 lengths The top selection Is actually going to be Cat's Blame though Because when you look at this race And you go up and down horse by horse Spokane Eagle wants to be on the lead Cool Bobby probably going to be just off But they had the blinkers He might be right up on the pace Coil Me Home has some races where he's flashing speed you have King Jack who shouldn't be sitting too far Jack Van Berg is probably going to be right up in the mix Candy Cornell has is more likely to show speed Than he is to try to come from off the pace Firewind Ready has speed Metropole won't be that far out of it You know you go through this entire field They're basically all horses with similar running styles Where they might be on the lead If you can find a horse who really can take back Make one late run With seven furlongs as a trip With a little more distance to get up Cat's Blame, I think, is going to get a great setup in here. Broke well, then tracked back to last. Was just last of a uh, last of a main group. Was about five off, and then angled around. It was a good effort from Cat's Blame with more distance, with a little more pace to run at in a big field like this. Could get a great, great setup, and that will be my top selection in here. I was going through the rest. You know, Jack Van Berg, I'm a little concerned of because he just seems best when he's on the lead. I'm not really a fan of, of Candy Cornell's last couple efforts. He I, I don't really like the race that him and races that him and Coil Me Home come out of, so I'm I'm more against the, the two of them. Fire when ready seems a little one like speedy. I'm not sure if he's gonna be able to sit and pass horses going, you know, seven furlongs in a field like this. And then Metropool, his debut was fine, but it was just against a field of four. He was in hand. It was just, you know, now he won very impressively, but he has to deal with the layoff, older horses, and seven furlongs off the bench. I'm against Metropool. Bucky's pick, you could talk me into him. I just, I, I'm not sure exactly what he is or what his best trip is. And then Bellerin. Whose best races come also when sitting close But he just doesn't seem like he's fast enough to keep up with some of the other real quick ones in here I wouldn't talk you off as a real If you're looking for a bust out long shot in some of your exotics Or maybe a horse to to flop into your pick four And maybe you can spice things up The 12 heart full of stars Stepping up, sharp, looking for his third in a row Come from off the pace a little bit It doesn't have to be too far off I have him in 4th here Behind the 5 Top selection, Cat's Blame The 4, King Jack The 2, Cool Bobby And it looks like as I'm doing this uh, I'm seeing a scratch Of Spokane Eagle So Spokane Eagle, the 1, looks like uh, Will be out, so that'll put Cool Bobby On the rail, and might make it a little trickier For Cool Bobby so we have five, four, two, one. Really wouldn't alter a whole lot of my of my my handicapping. Um, I do I do still like Cool Bobby, but it, it, maybe if he was a top selection, and um, I would maybe alter him and, and put him back one or two because I, I don't love the rail going seven furlongs with a horse who's kind of an in betweener like him. May have to show a little more speed, or just decide to take back. So five, four, two, twelve. Five, four, two. 12 in race number 9 And then let's get to the 10th race and close things out One of the best bets of the day is right from the inside Bud Knight Bud Knight Going a mile on the grass last time out 
Both of his races going long on the grass were not bad. The debut is better than it looks on paper, and then second out, three deep early, then in the two path, gave up some ground early on, was fourth, was four or five off, ends up running a fine third, and the wide trip early on might have cost him a little late punch. He, you, you go up and down this field, and the horses who are going to get bet, we're projecting that they're going to run well. Like we're projecting, give me the loot can go long. We're projecting that. Uh, you no know, Satchel Page or Play Money or some of these other horses are going to you know show some improvement and run run well on the grass and we don't know that. What we do know is that Bud Knight showed a good effort on the grass, a better effort than anyone's shown in the in this race going long. And I think give me the loot will be tough to catch. But if he falters and he just doesn't want to go this long, that's where Bud Knight will be a real real nice fit. So the the eight, give me the loot. Is the other horse As far as like the major Major contenders are concerned This is not the strongest race in the world Like side pocket action No thank you uh, Flick flack Didn't really see a whole lot of excuses Maybe this one can get into the mix And show a little bit of improvement My my journey I will use I actually have 184 And my journey is my third selection in here Blinkers come off Needed the race off a really long layoff Was a little bit fresh, flashing some speed So my journey I would not talk you off The 5 Satchel Page, another one that You know, the first two starts Sprinting on the dirt weren't bad They're fine Was your beaten favorite last time out Wide trip Now tries the grass Not like any amazing Breeding for the grass But just not a strong field So with the connections alone with Dem- For D'Amato He'll be a, a player But I've picked him Fifth Braggart Need to see more from off just that Maiden 20 debut Unusually handsome I Was not really a fan of, of what I saw in, in his last two starts Mentioned Gimme the Loot He is the one to catch Mighty Elijah Can't really make too much of a case for him First time on the grass going long The Ten play money. If he's around that twelve to one, I think you could give him a shot. He showed some improvement last time out. He showed a little speed going long on the grass, and maybe he's a horse who's moving in the right direction. And if you're going to be taking shots on horses, take shots on horses that are at prices. Because to me, this is Bud Knight is the Bud Knight is the horse, the most likely winner going a mile. If it's not him, it's give me the loot that wires the field, and then it's anyone else. So I feel like those two. Are a top tier above the rest And you have Claim of Passion, Petey No real strong cases for either of them I mean Petey I would put play in some of the bottom of exotics If you know if you're looking for a Bottom of your try, bottom of your supers But I have this race One Four or two, One eight Four Ten Five So the one and the eight on top But I would prefer the one if you're looking for maybe a single even in some late exotics, if you want to double up, you can go 1-8. Anything over 7-2 to two on Bud Knight, 3-1 to one even, is a fair price because I think he is the one to beat. So the late pick four that starts in race number seven will be two different tickets. I always play multiple tickets. The first one will be 1-6-9, Bella Ranella. Secret Square, Secret Square and Liberalism With the 1 and the 3 Manhattan Up and Jassican With the 4 And the 5 So that is King Jack and Cat's Blame And then to close things out with 1, 4, 5, 8, 10 We'll use all the horses in there that we mentioned Have a shot But the f- first ticket will be A little spread to start The pick 4 With a 1, Bella Ranella the three, Smiling Shirley. The four, Warrior's Moon. The six, Secret Square. And the nine, Liberalism. With the one, Manhattan Up. The three, Jessican. The four, Legends of War. The five, King of Speed. And the ten, Noldy. We use the two, four, and five, Cool Bobby, King Jack, Cat's Blame in the ninth. And then the tenth to close it out. If you want a single Bud Knight, you could do so. Or you could go too deep with the one and the eight. Give me the loot Those are the two plays 
We'll go through some of the best bets one more time for you. Third race, number seven, Monsegem Crete. If around seven to two, worthy of a win wager. Fourth race, the number three, Quality Line. At around nine to two, worthy of a win wager. Sixth race, the number two, Freedom Ride. At around seven to two, worthy of a win wager. Seventh race, the number nine, Liberalism. At around ten to one, worthy of a win wager. And then the tenth race, the number one, Bud Knight. Maybe a late exotic single. Anything around three to one looks like a very good price. Good luck in the opener from Del Mar. Going to be a fun opening day. And then I'll be back in just a couple days. We'll have uh, some Del Mar and Saratoga for this weekend. Some big little thoughts. We'll also recap Stranger Things. Plenty more to talk about in the world of sports. Make sure if you can, folks, leave that nice five-star rating and review over on iTunes. Make sure to follow on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. We're on Google Podcast. Tune in really anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Check out That's What G Said.